This is part one of how to take the headache out of content creation fast. Welcome to the Digital Selling Secrets Podcast. In this episode, Kelly Krennic discusses how to create content to get more sales and increase brand awareness. So if you are a B2B sales professional or business owner who wants to increase sales, spend more time with your family, or just have more time in general, tune in now. Kelly Krennic is a marketing and advertising professional with a focus in international business and experience in copywriting, leadership, event coordination, campaign development, and digital marketing. In this episode, Kelly goes into detail on her content creation process. If you'd like Kelly to help you on one of your projects, send an email to kbkrennic, that's K-R-E-N-E-K, at gmail.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. Learn more about how you can improve your sales results by digital selling with a free copy of Amazon bestseller, B2B Digital Selling Secrets. Just pay for shipping. Go to www.b2b, that's the number two, b2bdigitalsellingsecrets.com for a copy. But the reality is we're human and when we're on social media and we're only seeing the highlight reel, when something human pops up, something relatable, something vulnerable, that builds trust. Then what I have to do is offer them something that has a high enough perceived value to overcome their desire to not get pitched or spammed or bothered or annoyed. I have to go on a gut level first and foremost. What sells me? How do we take some of the repetitive, quote unquote, bureaucratic tasks out of the hands of the rep and automate those to free up time for them to spend selling? How can we create a place where it's positive, where there's nothing but motivation, education, and inspiration? And how can we do it consistently? Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining the Digital Selling Secrets podcast. On this podcast, we talk about sales, leadership, and digital transformation. And today, we have a very special guest. We have Kelly Krennic. But before we dive in and, and start talking about what we're going to talk about today, I'd like to uh, get, introduce uh, co-host, our co-host, Jerry Manicarote. Cheers. And... Now for our special guest, uh, Kelly, uh, thank you for joining us this evening. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we, we've, uh, Kelly and I have met before. Uh, we met over coffee uh, a couple years ago, and we were talking about content. And I was just amazed by her knowledge when it comes to uh, content and copywriting and, and just um, really connecting with an audience through, through writing and through video and um, just an expert in this field. So uh, excited to have a conversation with Kelly tonight. Um, so uh, Kelly, what are you seeing right now in content creation? We've got all these things going on. We have TikTok. We, you know, the news is talking about TikTok. We got all these social media platforms, video, blogs. What, what are the trends right now? What, I mean, what direction is all this stuff going? The biggest one is definitely short form video. And that's across all platforms. So I'd say like TikTok really um, has short form video on the rise, 100%. Um, and now Instagram has kind of adopted that through Reels. Reels. And they also have uh, Instagram Story, which they have kind of expanded through Instagram TV to include landscape and longer videos. But um, what I've personally seen, especially on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even LinkedIn, is just the short form videos. Um, 
why these are just like so great is because uh, a lot of these social platforms actually um, prioritize the videos that have a more complete watch rate. And so if you have a shorter video and say someone watches it for 14 out of the 15 seconds, that video is going to um, be promoted in the algorithm basically. So more people will be able to watch it. And with, honestly, with all of the, um, with everyone's attention spans nowadays, short form is definitely the way to go. Okay, it's really interesting that you said that, you know, the 14 out of the 15 seconds. In fact, when I was kind of digging into this, I noticed that reels on Instagram limits you at that 15 second mark. So what you're saying is to be able to deliver that information or that message to, to your audience within that 15, 15 second range is what is ideal. Or as you said, our, our attention span nowadays, that's the ideal, num ideal number that we're looking at. Yes. I mean, it's actually uh, shorter than that. Um, I, I believe that Vine actually had a lot to do with this, okay. is we tend to want instant gratification through video. And so it can be as little as six seconds before someone starts to tune out. And you kind of see if you post a 15 second video versus a 30 second video, the 15 second one is usually going to perform better than a 30 second. And if you do a minute long video, you better hope it's like really good content. Otherwise people are just going to start dropping like flies. So uh, Kelly, for, for these different platforms to, to promote it, on more with their with their algorithm more than the other content do you have to use their little widget that they created like you got instagram reels now can you just make a 15 second video and story or, or any of the other areas of the site or would you have to do it within the reel section or if any of the other platforms come out with with another uh section or segment of their platform are you better off promoting in that new area or is it better I mean, or does it matter? Or is it all about the time, the time frame? Does that make so sense? With reels and with other platforms like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, um, you can kind of take any video clip that you uh, send to your phone or take with your phone and upload it to the platform. Um, on Instagram, uh, stories and reels, like you have to upload natively. Um, but one of my favorite little tidbits is that via Facebook, we, uh, Facebook will actually prioritize natively uploaded videos mm -hmm. rather than links to YouTube, which right. drives more users to YouTube rather than keeping them on the Facebook page. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I've heard that. That's, that's interesting. It, uh, are the platforms becoming so saturated with all the posts that they're not promoting them as much as they used to, or is that kind of a trend that you're seeing or um, any thoughts on that? Um, it's definitely, I mean, the algorithms across all social media platforms, they're changing all the time. And um, so much goes into it, like time of day, um, the immediate reaction from your followers, uh, say if you are posting on Instagram, what also uh, contributes to the algorithm is whether you're also posting on stories. So, so many things go into it. And so to hop, hop on that algorithm 
it takes like a lot of effort um, to really get it right and kind of stay up to date on it. Um, but I would say that one super surprising thing to just remember is that uh, mobile video consumption is doubling every single year. And so more and more people are watching it, especially on their phones. And so you really can't go wrong with any short form video content. Um, video will get prioritized in algorithms. It's starting to get really prioritized in it on Facebook and Instagram. And it tends to perform better than static images or links. Kelly, that's that's also really interesting. You said that the the doubling of consumption year after year uh, because of this this that kind of triggered a thought in my mind. How even YouTube now is is created a short form version where if you're a, a regular YouTube contributor or a producer, um, you can now have a YouTube story kind of page where they have these short form. I, I can't remember the the length, but it's similar to the Reels platform. So that's, that's very interesting that you're saying that so that people can just keep going and consuming very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's always interesting to see all of the different platforms kind of start copying all of the other platforms. Right. So you have, you know, Instagram uh, creating stories and filters whenever they saw that Snapchat right. was really well. And then now they've got reels because TikTok is doing really well. So that's definitely interesting. I've, I've noticed when I log into uh, LinkedIn and Facebook, their platforms almost look identical, like the colors, the layout. I, I get confused sometimes. Maybe it's just me just getting confused about things, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I think those are, I think LinkedIn is definitely copying Facebook on that because Facebook has put in so much effort on the user experience and they're updating it pretty regularly as well. And I know that LinkedIn wanted to branch out into uh, more of a Facebook style of uh, user experience, especially regarding sharing different content articles and starting conversations that way. And so we're actually shifting our content strategy to include a lot more um, interesting and not necessarily job related content on LinkedIn. Yeah, I've, you know, I don't claim to be an expert on LinkedIn by any means, but I have noticed that it's, and it's amazing. LinkedIn has changed so much over the past 10 years, five years, however long it's been around. It went from, I remember somebody was telling me at one of my previous roles, uh, um, he, somebody had gotten on to him for being on LinkedIn. They're like, what are you on LinkedIn for? Are you looking for a job? And that was, that was like six or seven years ago. And then for, for a while. And even now everybody's just posting ads, right? They're like, everybody's an advertiser, like, you know, bottom of the funnel, ready to buy now, you know, come get it. I have this great product. I know you, when you read this, you'll be calling me. I know I've done it too. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you're right. When you post like something more personal or something more human, um, and make it kind of job related, at least in my experience, I get a lot more engagement. Like, it's crazy. So I posted a picture of my wife and I, we had our anniversary dinner, nine years, right? I posted a picture of it because it's, I made it work related because it is work related. 
she's been there in my career, right? She's been there, you know, behind the scenes, helping me with, you know, cheering me on and all that stuff. And um, she's saying that to score points, by the way. Yes. <laughs> so Kelly, if you're tuning in right now, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing the dishes anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I got a hundred likes on that or 105 likes on that post right now. And like 32 comments and, it was really cool and it, it aligns with what I'm using LinkedIn for and that's to build relationships, you know, just to, you know, I get to know people, they get to know me kind of thing. I'm not, of course, you know, eventually I'd love to sell a product or service, but, um, but it takes a while to build that relationship. And I, I, I agree with you hundred percent there, Gary, because when, remember when we had Shay Robottom on our, on our, uh, on our show and she is a LinkedIn expert and that's something she was saying about, uh, and as an advice for everybody is to show that genuine uh, genuineness on on the video while you're on LinkedIn. Uh, don't always try to be hawking something over and over again because, like like Gary said, it's it's not like oh you, as soon as you read this you're going to pick up the phone and call me and buy. That's not what it's about. It's about building that relationship. And so I can see why you're saying your strategy now is to move content towards LinkedIn and not necessarily be quote unquote job related or work related, mm -hmm. but to have more genuine presence on, uh, on the LinkedIn platform. 